You're listening to part two of Natasha's chat with Thelma Norman. I remember talking long, long time ago to Annie Florence before she passed away, you know? Yeah. And um, she said, oh, I really, I really enjoy Thelma's company. <laughs> oh, yeah, we talk about anything. Paula. Talk about anything and everything, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, she was a very uh, loved lady by both of us, eh? Hey? Yeah, You know, very much a... She was. Uh, beautiful woman. You know what? Um, I went out to the grave one time and she was in the bus. Yeah. In the white bus. Yeah. And we was burying, uh, who this? One of my grannies, I think. My granny died. Yeah. And um, she said to me, I'm next. And you know, I don't remember going to her funeral. Wow. Well, you know what I did? I, I helped her write her eulogy because she knew she was going to die. Yes. She and I sat down me. with her and I wrote her eulogy. Yeah. And she then went with my mother to the cemetery and picked out the plot where she would be buried. Yes, yeah, she said, I picked my plot. Yeah. Mm. She picked a plot that had a beautiful frangipani tree. Yeah, it's still there, yeah. But this week, my uh. husband went there uh. and um, he found the frangipani tree has died. Ah... Uh. So I'm not sure what happened. Maybe termites got into it. But we will right. go back at some stage when yeah. the wet starts. Yeah. And we'll put a brand new yeah, frangipani yeah. There, down yeah. there. A big big one, you know? Yeah. So told, it can yeah. grow quickly. Yeah, she told me, I pick a plot. It's got a frangipani. Wow. Oh, hola. Yeah. And I don't remember her when she died, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's you know, to me, it's about the impact that you've left on people as you've lived your life and throughout your life. That's true. You yeah. know, it's yeah. the memories that you have with that person and the and the yeah. legacy that they've left because they yeah. taught you really valuable things True. along the way. And so when mm. I think about people like Annie Florence, mm. um, they're very inspirational. They are. Because yeah. they remind you of what's really important in life. That's true. And yeah. without having said a single word sometimes, she's, she's telling you and she's showing you mm. You know, a good way to live, yeah. a powerful way to live, mm. effective way to live, mm-hmm. and um, you can remember those things, and you can think and and review your own life and yeah. how you're living. True. To make sure that you're you're on track and you're staying focused on the things that really count. Mm-hmm. You know, but for yeah. you, like going back to your childhood, you're nearly seventy-five. So you, between your childhood to today's generation you've seen a lot change mm-hmm. what's been those changes what's been the changes probably I mean one thing that I would just you know guess I suppose is just the access to so much more wealth now back in the day people were working for rations yeah okay mm-hmm. today getting a hundred thousand dollar wage is fairly common if you go and work at the mines Mm. That's a big difference. That's a big difference, yeah. So that can have that can have a positive. Uh, that could have a negative as well. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more rights that Aboriginal people have today. And that that's true, yeah. Yeah, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And there's also negatives about it as well because we see, I mean, for example, something like really high alcohol dependency, whereas that wasn't a thing 50 years ago. Yeah. What's your experience and what have you seen along the years? <laughs> Anything? What I've seen. <clears throat> yeah. Well, like, what do you think about how 
life has gone on have you like what do you what do you sit and think about like do you do you think to yourself oh it was better back in the day or are you glad that we are now living in maybe a bit more of a luxurious environment what do you well, think well it's really both hey <coughs> because yeah. i like the past too and i like the way people were but then again like like these these young people they go to the mine hey, and they make so much money hey yeah and what they should do is sort of not take care of the money but just be careful how you use it you know yeah be careful how you use the money yeah and not use it loosely, you know, just give this this person. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw that then. But there are people, you have money, you give them money, they don't give you back. Yeah. Mm. That's a pretty common thing. Yeah, that is a common thing. That's a very common thing. Mm. That happens a lot. That happens a lot, all right. Mm. Yeah, I remember giving somebody money. Yeah. A good amount of money. Yeah. Never came back. Eh? Never come back. But I wanted them to use it for themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. And to really think about what they're doing. Yes. Hmm. But did they? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Bit sad, but yeah. Mm. I said, you know, I give that money to use for yourself, you know? But how do they use use it? it, How did they use it? Giving it to their uh, their family? They're giving it to the family, but another thing I said to them, I'm giving you money now. Yeah. But later on, if you think you have money, would you give me back, you know? Yeah. 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 Hmm. That's fair enough. Yeah, but... It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah. But that's a run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you learn, you know? Yeah, yeah. But probably yeah. is a is a good practice not to really give money because people either don't give it back or they become dependent on you. Hmm. That's true. You yeah. know, I yeah. mean, some people do do yeah. the right thing, and if there's a genuine need there, that's okay. Mm. We can definitely help out, you know. But um, you wouldn't want it to make it a habit. No, it becomes a bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. When you think about the high level of poverty that's in our community, see, because even at my age, mm. um, and I've been working now for you know, I've been in the workforce for twenty five years, let's say. Mm. In, in this time that, you know, that I've been working and I've been sort of observing and just experiencing what life is like living in the Kimberleys, mm. I see a high level of poverty yeah. amongst our that's, community. That's true. And so because of that high level of poverty, it really affects people who are able to get ahead because they're so connected to their family, they're, they'll be drawn upon. Yeah. Other people will need them or, you know, and, yeah. and nobody can get ahead. No. If you don't set proper boundaries. True. For yourself to yeah. say, this is, I've got to take care of my family. I can't take, mm. a, I can't take care take of my care extended of family yeah. because yeah. we're all connected to hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. By the time we add up our cousins and our cousins' children, mm. we're going to be connected to so many people. Mm. So it's impossible to support everybody. And this is where everybody has to take personal responsibility yeah so so has there been a decline in that in your that you can see were people back in the day back in the 60s and the 70s were they taking more personal responsibility in their own life than people today i reckon they were yeah i reckon 
Yeah. They look like they're more independent. They can basically yeah. look after themselves. That's true, yeah. Now people are dependent. They're no, dependent they're on the government. They're dependent on their family. Yeah. True. It's like they never learned, you know? Yeah. Learned to. Yeah. But they did. But people did learn. But yeah. I don't know how a, ne- a new generation has risen up yeah. that's struggling to be responsible. Yeah, that is true. Because this is why we have many, many of our grandparents, they are looking after their grandchildren on a permanent mm. basis. Mm-hmm. Not just on a weekend. Yep. This is every day. That's right. So what do you think that is? Is it irresponsible? Is it selfish? Their parents should learn to look after their own kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's their job. That is their job. Yeah. Because I looked after my three grannies, you know? Yeah. Now they're in their, what, 30s, tw- yeah. 20s? Yeah. yeah. So I said, you might need to look after yourself, man. Yeah. You know? I feel really a bit sad for the grandmothers because everybody knows that when you're getting older, you don't have the energy that you used to have when you were 25. Mm. Nobody can have energy <coughs> of a 25-year-old uh, when they're 50. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yet many of our grandmothers have got exactly that responsibility. Mm. Waking up early in the morning and getting the kids breakfast and getting them dress for school and yeah i know what you all mean. that all that sort of stuff you know yeah yeah but you were working in the sc- in the school for um you were saying 14 years you had there at the school and you've only just retired last month yeah which is amazing which congratulations that you've even worked to basically 75 years of age which is amazing <laughs> Thelma. yeah um but you were there for 14 years mm. and and how have you seen the kids growing up in school over that time period, you know? Yeah, look look at most of them, like that boy in that security thing. Yes. Yeah. He said to me, I remember, I remember you. Yeah. You know, he's a grown man now. Yeah. And, he said, and, I, and I said, really? She said, he said, yes. I, when I was, when you was in school, I used to come sit next to you, you know, <laughs> on the floor. And I said, wow, I don't remember. So many kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so many kids. Wow, and they remember me? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that's it, you know, because mm. my husband works in the school as well. Mm. Of course, you are one person. Yeah. So all the kids can remember you, mm. but you can't remember 500 kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they're so gorgeous, you know. Uh, yeah, like, like I was in Coles one day. Yeah. And this, this high school boy stand up there and he said, Hello, Mrs. Norman. And I looked at him. Yeah. Do I know you? Yeah, from school. <laughs> school. Oh, sorry. I said, oh. I see so many kids, you know. Oh, my goodness. Oh, truly. Like, like this, I'm just telling that girl that's in, she's got two kids now. Yeah. And she said <clears throat> to me, I remember you. Really? I said, well, I don't remember you because lots of... <laughs> Nice girls, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 she said she showed me her two little kids, you know. Yeah. Little uh, yeah. Her son and daughter. Yeah. And the husband <coughs> came up too. Yeah. Introduced me to the husband. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they moved back to they moved down to Perth now. Yeah. He's working down there. Yes. Yeah. So when you were going back to like um Forest River now, mm. which in you know, later on it turned into Umbulgari. Yeah. 
you know, and and um, several years ago, actually, Umbulgari was shut under some sort of you yeah, know, yeah, I know controversial yeah. sort mm. of you know yeah. under a controversial matter, but mm. um, or matters. Mm. Um, but when you were there as a child, what was going on in regards to people maintaining culture and connection to? speaking language and things like that was that was there any focus on that or were people prohibited from that because i remember one another la- lady saying that they were being disciplined when they spoke language and they were told no where, we speak this? english mula mula ah oh. so they were being told no. and actually fits her crossing as well you yeah, know yeah yeah back in the day so they yeah. were they would get a sort of a bit of a Ruler over the knuckles and say, "No, you speak standard Australian English here." Yeah, yeah. They. What was happening at Forest River? Uh, no, the old people used to talk their language. We yeah. used to have crowbar. We used to have dances. Do you remember um, going to them? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, you're right. Then they were. They were. Some people who said, "Well, that was before." I think I went there. Yeah, I heard about it. You know. Yes. They were talking about, oh, don't talk. You talk English, you know. You'd get reprimanded. Yeah. Yeah. Think around you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but yeah. there were good people that came now. I think yeah, some yeah, of them were Christian. I think uh, they. Were, I think some of them were Christians. You know. Yeah. Because that's an Anglican church, eh? It's, right. Mission. Yeah. Yeah. So you oh, saw mission, you yeah. saw that there was some good behaviour there. Yeah. By new people that had come in. Yep. Yep. There were the Venvals. They, you know what? They started up the... Wasn't he a doctor? Uh, no. He was in the army. Wow. Okay. He's our teacher. Yeah. He was the headmaster and his yeah. wife. Yeah. They were lovely people. Anyway, um, you heard of the um, Venville thing in Perth there, in Mayland? No. Okay. Oh... I think there's a basketball name after them, but basketball oval name after them. But his father mm-hmm. used to weave basket and teach blind people. Wow! In Perth. Okay. Mm, and he was a—he just came out of the army, and him and his wife came to thing, and they started up the inter school sports. Wow! Yeah. Oh, kids wow. love that. Yeah. They st- they, he started up the interschools before he came out of the army. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Hey, do they Ooh. still do that? Who? Interschool st- sports. They still do that, but I don't know. They Just like it, they change it or something. Yeah. They go to end up in Broome. Yeah. What's happening? Why do they go there? I don't know. Yeah, they I end thought up they in rotated around to all the schools so everyone gets That's a turn. That's what I thought. Yeah. Now they just go to Broome. They, they do something here. Yeah. And then they go to Broome. Yeah. Unless they go all along, I don't know. You know? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We were so proud of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, proud of him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Mr. Venville. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People who were having building relationship with... Local people, hey? Yeah, they were they were real good. They liked everybody. Everybody liked them. Mm. Yeah, mm. and we used to run around the mission. So that was basically some of your fondest memories. You know, everybody got fond memories about when, in their childhood when they were growing up. 
So for you, that would have been something that you remember very fondly? Yep. They still remembered people when they went down south. Yeah. You know, there's a sense clothing for the, you know? Yes. To, for little yes. kids. Yeah, they were yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you remember very fondly from your growing up years? I think, I don't know. I, rem- I remember the, the priest tried to whip me. <laughs> That's not fond. <laughs> That's not fond. But he used to look after us. You could have rest during the day or something. Yeah. And we all went into his <laughs> went into his house. And he said, no laughing and giggling. You know? <laughs> and he pulled out this, he pulled out this cord. <laughs> I jumped there. <laughs> Funny. Oh, too mad. Eh? They were pretty strict too. Oh, he was very strict. Yeah, Mister, what is his name? Reverend Gardner. Yeah. Yeah. You do. You do remember people by their name. Eh? You do remember a lot of these old people by their name. Oh yeah, I remember Which them is, really well. I mean, I forget some of them teachers I had from you know. Yeah. yeah. When I was at school, I don't remember their names. Only only a few that were my favourites. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Eh? Your favourites. I think your favourites you remember. Yeah. So there's Harry and Wilma Bendel. Yeah. Yeah. They were good, yeah. They came young, then they were young. He just yes. came out of the army. So yeah. They, yeah. He yeah. came to Forshaw. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was... A, he was um, well, it was the mission school, but then they turned up the state school, then. Yeah. And they were the one that came. Yeah. Mm, just, yeah. And I saw one of the teachers in the uh, Facebook. She was one of the teachers that went there. The gears. Sally still Gear. alive? Sally Gear. Yeah. Sally. Wow. Um, yeah, she's still alive. Gee, she was my in teacher. She's my teacher. Well, she looks well. Really? Yeah. Where she is she living in Perth? Yeah, she's living in Perth. Sally Hertzfeld, but she was Sally Gear. Yeah. Yeah, and he married the engineer from here, Kananara. Wow. The engineer was here, Tom Hertzfeld. Okay. And yeah. How many kids did they have? I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah. Know, I don't yeah, they went away then. Yeah. Now, Tom was nice too. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice fellow. Yeah. Christian people, yeah? Yeah. They're Christians, yeah. Well, you said it was an Agl- Anglican mission, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. At that time, so hopefully even, there were a few. Even Harry and Wilma, you know? Hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, the kids all sit down and say, who's your favourite and who's not your favourite, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. The kids would discuss it. <laughs> yeah, the kids would discuss it. Oh, you know, you know that one. I'm telling you. Oh, I think, yeah, I've heard those stories before about which ones you could get away with a little bit more. Yeah, Whereas yeah. other ones wouldn't let you get anywhere. That'd be, you know, mm. straight down the line, you know? Yeah. So you were telling me earlier in regards to when you, when you had married Malcolm, because mm. he was working at the wharf, mm. but you were saying he was fairly illiterate. He was. Yeah. So, But he then he had a desire within himself to sort of further his education. Yeah. And so you all decided to move to Perth. Mm-hmm. We all, yeah. And so what happened there? What was life like in Perth now? Because you, you'd already told the lady that you used to work for as a teenager, I don't want to live in Perth. There's all, I don't want to be so yeah, too far I away did from I liked it. I liked it. Did you? Yeah. How long were you down there for? Uh, oh, so many years. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It must have been 12 years or over. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Mm. Where were you living? We were living in North Belga. Okay. I was there when they built that new Belga church. Eh? Right. In the shopping center. Hey. Okay. Not that I've uh, seen it, but yeah. Yeah. No, there was... Who said... The, those two that came for the... Humphreys. Eh? Humphreys or the Haywards? No. Yeah, the Haywards were there. The Humphreys were there. Yeah. Um... Now, those who that came the other day the, for the convention. What, Leon what? and Raylan. Yeah, those two. They were saying, they go there too? Yeah. Yeah. But I've never been inside the church. Yeah. Hmm. This yeah. is right there near the shopping center. Okay. Hmm. So you were living down there. What were you doing at that time? Were you basically being a stay-at-home mother and Malcolm was working or studying? What, how, what was going on? Yeah, I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, well... Wouldn't say nothing. Like, I would like, say oh, just, just house, yeah, just living in the home, getting fat, hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was huge, uh, true. Why? Huh? Because it was cold down there, and you were what? I don't know, sitting down a sitting lot. Sitting down and not walking around country. Yeah. Hey, but but you know what? What? I remember when I say we were living down there, and then we came back up here, and yeah. then I worked in Shedley in the there you know in the office and that and then sister kate rang we went uh, we went to house parents down there yeah so malcolm and i we went to greenmount and um yeah no mostly kimberly boys was in the hostel okay that was that and that was that same year you know that bloke was shooting people around here yeah Mm. it was good and it was funny yeah first we had all the boys yes and then when this thing was up here in the Kimberleys, you know? Yes. They used to watch, they used to watch the TV. And you know what? I, uh, I had to open my mouth. Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said, look at them. They said, look so sad, you know? And I said, well, next time, next time you go up, don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> I said the wrong thing. And guess what? What happened? They didn't come back. Only one <laughs> kid came back. Vincent, Vincent from they say, oh, wow, I said the wrong thing. I said, oh, no, I'm frightened them away. <laughs> oh, but true. But you were supposed to be the parent, the house parent. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I was looking at them and they look, you know what, they look so sad looking at that. And I'm thinking, hey, they must be thinking of their parents and family up there. You know, what's going to happen to them, you know? So I said to them, well, when you, <laughs> well, school holiday coming up, you know? And when you go back there, yeah, stay there. Yeah, don't come back. <laughs> stay there. And then don't. <laughs> well, how are you going to keep shame. Huh? How were you going to keep your job if you had no That's kids? That's it. <laughs> but I was feeling sorry for these poor kids <laughs> and their family up here, you know. I was feeling sorry for them. Yeah. Oh, boy. Because you know what they used to say? Um, if they took their lunches, they used to say, um, Thelma, can you come to school and... Come visit us in school. <laughs> hey, I can't do that. I said. <laughs> they wanted me to go see them in school. And How many boys did you have in the house? We had, uh, hang on, there was one, like six two, or ten three, or twenty. Hang on, four. There was Rabbi from here. There was Terry from here. There was um, Vincent. There was. Who, who is that? Uh, um, Bonnie's son. Vincent Ford. Oh, my 
my goodness, what's your name? Doesn't say Vincent Rex, no? Vincent. <sighs> you know Vinny from Holstrick. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, got, well, there's, yeah, yeah. there's Lillian for brother. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Then Skin. Yeah, he's like posing in front of the mirror. <laughs> he's like posing in front of the mirror. <laughs> it's so funny, those kids, I tell you. Yeah, and, and yeah, Vinny and... And only Vinny came back. Everyone else it. left. Yeah. The poser two, came back. Two boys from... Uh, yeah. <laughs> two boys from one on point. Onslow. <laughs> hey, everybody. But uh, Onslow. Yeah. What Onslow to do? But, but all the Kimberly mob, you know? <laughs> they all stayed back and... And I'm saying, oh, no. What are we going to do? And I said to Malcolm. And, and he said, oh, well... And then they come and said, uh, you can, we'll give you the girls. Yeah. No girls. <laughs> <laughs> they might, oh. There was none, eh? Yeah. There were girls there. They had girls hostel. They had boys hostel. You know, nobody liked looking after girls hostel. Why? Because they could get pregnant, I suppose. Yeah, that's what they're frightened of. Yeah. Yeah, see? Wow. Yeah. How long were you doing that role? Not long. Because you'd send them all home. Jesus. <laughs> oh, wow. When oh, that is so funny. That is funny, I tell you. Join us for part three of Natasha's chat with Thelma Norman on the next episode. Stay connected with us by following Kimberly Jiggers on all social media platforms, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, and share the podcast with your family and friends.